When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Agriculture organizations are hard at work making sure Congress has a handle on what's going to be essential for the industry in the next farm bill. Andrew Bailey is the Science and Technology Council for the National Pork Producers Council, the lobbying arm for pork producers. In this role, Andrew will have his nose to the grindstone with new Congress members as farm policy discussions continue into the new year. He tells me more about those conversations, but first, he tells us what stage the farm bill is in and if there's a deadline to get it done. Yeah, so... um the farm bill was last passed, uh, I guess, 2018, so we're, we're coming up next year will be the end of the five-year cycle. Um, farm bill doesn't really, quote-unquote, expire uh, like a lot, of bill, a lot of things do, but certain things sort of run due at the end of the five years that will need to be addressed. Um, you know, with the midterms falling sort of in the middle of what would be the farm bill cycle, that's a unique situation, so we're a good bit behind where we might normally be. Uh, but come the new Congress uh, at the beginning of January, um, it's really going to be a breakneck pace. The uh, incoming chair of the, or presumptive incoming chair of the House Act Committee has said uh, they want the bill done by November, I think. Um, so that'll be, I wouldn't say a mad dash, but there's still plenty of work to do um, to, to get things ironed out. But, uh, you know, we have not been idle this year. Uh, we've been working, you know, with legislators uh, in both chambers, across both parties, to go ahead and let them know what our priorities are going to be in the upcoming Farm Bill so that when it comes time to draft text and actually get the bill done, uh, we're already ready to go. It's called the 2023 Farm Bill, but from your perspective, do you anticipate it going into 2024 before something is officially signed through? Um, you know, I think we're hopeful that we can get it done in 2023. Um, you know, there's already a, there is some discussion of, you know, we'll need a short-term extension to really wrap things up in 2024. Um, I think, you know, we're a little far out to know one way or the other if we'll need that. Hopefully we won't. Well, let's talk about some of the policies that Port Council wants in that farm bill, um, starting with animal health, because that's been a huge focus for the swine industry, especially with the swine fever. You know, it's not a surprise, at least for me, some one of, I would, I would call it my number one, number one priority, because I don't have a lot of lower level priorities, but the number one, number one is often uh, African swine fever and foreign animal diseases. Um, and so the Farm Bill provides, you know, one of the key legislative tools we have uh, to address agricultural priorities. And for us, uh, a big concern is shoring up and expanding those uh, those programs that we got established in the last Farm Bill, what we would call the three-legged stool of animal health, which is the... Uh, vaccine bank, the National Animal Health Lab Network funding, and the NADPREP, which is the National Animal Disease Preparedness and Response Program. Um, and, and those programs are really about uh, building capacity domestically to make sure that if a disease were to come here, uh, we'd be able to respond to it uh, you, know, you know, rapidly and effectively. Um, and those are all funded through the Farm Bill. Um, we, we really got those set up in the last Farm Bill. It took a lot of education, you know, time working, uh, not just with legislators, but with other livestock groups to, to get those established. Um, and I think now that we're everyone's still rowing in the same direction, it'll, it'll be, uh, I wouldn't say easier, uh, but it won't be as much of an uphill climb to, to make sure those programs, um, you know, stay in, the, stay in the Farm Bill and get uh, additional support. 
So it, it may seem like a no-brainer uh, to shore up those animal health resources to prevent any further supply chain disruption if it were the case that African swine fever would get to our into our borders. But what is the appetite among legislators for those animal health programs? Are they supportive on both sides of the aisle? Yeah, you know, we have we have very widespread support for those programs. I think over since the 2018 Farm Bill, uh, at least, those programs have really shown their value. Um, you know, legislators have seen that they are effective. Uh, the animal health labs in particular were very active during COVID conducting, uh, you know, sampling and testing. Um, and, and they've shown their worth um, in other foreign animal disease outbreaks outside of the pork industry. Um, and, and it's something that we, not just the pork industry, thinks is, is important, but really the entire barnyard. Uh, things is important. Aside from animal health, I got to believe there's also some economic issues that, that the pork industry wants to address in the farm bill. Can you outline some of those other policy priorities? Maybe you're addressing inflation. Maybe you're addressing the supply chain. Yeah, so, uh, um, you know, some of the biggest parts of the farm bill are, are conservation and and. and uh, that's obviously a, a big focus of not just policymakers, but a lot of farmers today. Um, and the pork industry has a really good story to tell about that uh, and, and our efforts on environmental uh, issues. Um, you know, we as a pork industry, we export a lot of product, um, you know, a quarter to a third of production, I think. Uh, you'd have to ask our trade folks. Um, but the foreign market development and the market access program uh, are both funded uh, heavily through the Farm Bill. Um, and we're very involved in, in making sure that those programs also are funded um, because that's really about getting access to foreign markets for American agricultural products. Um, and we, uh, as a big export, uh, with, with export as, as big of a part of our industry as it is, uh, we, we, we are uh, big supporters of that. Let's not forget the lobbying arm of the pork industry is funded through voluntary donations from farmers, from those working on the ground. What are you hearing directly from them that needs to be addressed? Well, I think the overall uh, the overall take is that the farm bill has to be done. Um, you know, and we say this I think every time farm bill comes along, uh, where we have the benefit on the ag agricultural side, the ag committees are. Uh, historically much more bipartisan than maybe other committees are um it's you know it's it's let put the politics aside and get the policy work done so other commodity groups support kind of safety nets or insurance policies through usda with dairy and dairy mar margin coverage uh crops crop insurance is there anything like that for pork you know not not so much uh not the way those programs work there there are uh certain types of coverage out there. They're just not widely used for various reasons. Um, we are looking into some sort of catastrophic insurance program uh, that could be included in the Farm Bill. Um, still at the beginning of developing what that would look like. Um, but it's something that the pork industry has had, has sort of been exploring for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years or more, uh, trying to figure out how to actually build that out. Um, and, and that's something we're working through right now, uh, both with the industry um, and, you know, members, uh, people on Capitol Hill to, to flesh out what that would look like if it could be done through a farm bill and, and how you would actually go about that. Anything else I'm not asking you that I should be asking about what's happening with farm bill policy? Yeah, just... Um, you know, I think you, you mentioned earlier, we're, we're probably behind where we, we should be, but um, I think there's at least a game plan for next year. Um, so we'll, we'll, you know, we're, we're already putting together what, what do we do come January 3rd, new Congress walks in the door, and, and what do we do day one through, well, whenever we get it passed. So, What is the atmosphere like on Capitol Hill regarding agriculture? Do you feel like the pork industry's voice is being heard? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I think I, think I mentioned earlier, 
historically the ag committees have been more bipartisan than other committees. You know, there's a lot of disagreement on maybe specific policies of how things should be addressed. Um, but for the most part, everyone's on the same page. Uh, not everyone farms, but everyone eats. And uh, that's sort of something that you, you take to heart working on ag issues. Right. We can all rally behind food. And then I wanted to touch on another comment you said earlier. Conservation is kind of a key priority for this administration and USDA. But what is the pork industry in support of when it comes to climate smart policy? And what do you see formulating for the farm bill that could impact farmers? I think we, we sort of saw um, a good indication of maybe where, where things are going in the Inflation Reduction Act, which provided uh, monies to a bunch of different federal agencies, but it included, I think, $20 billion uh, to USDA for conservation programs. Um, and some of those, uh, you know, there's interest from farmers. I think some of those conservation programs are oversubscribed three to one. You know, they get three applications for every one they can actually grant. Um, so, you know, I think farmers are out there and they want to do the right thing. Um, it's just trying to get them the resources uh, that they need to actually to, to do that. Well, there you go. Insight into what pork is bringing to the table when it comes to farm policy, specifically when it comes to forming the 2023 Farm Bill. Andrew Bailey along with us. He works directly with Congress on Capitol Hill to share what will and won't work for the U.S. pork industry. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.